Am I worthy of this gift? Am I worthy of this gift? Am I strong enough to live? Am I strong enough to live? To a place that I can see. To a place that I can see. Someone more important than me. Someone more important than me. What up, what up, what up, y'all? This is Brittany, the Genuine Gemini, here with another episode of Genuinely Gifted. I have an amazing guest with me today. Uh, his name is Jay, and he has his own podcast. I'm going to let him kind of tell you guys a bit about that first, but um, we're going to start our week off with some gratitude. So, what are you grateful for this week, Jay? Oh, wow. <laughs> I am grateful for waking up. Amen. Amen. I just waking up after the eyes are open and you go to the bathroom, everything up to that point is extra. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you have to be thankful for just waking up and being alive in, in the moments and the days that we live in. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So tell us about your podcast and I have some thoughts on it, but I want you to, to <laughs> share your insight first before I, I get into what I feel. <laughs> well, well, the Out of Bounds podcast is a, a place where a man can use, a Black man can use his voice um, regarding relationship, love, um, just a, a wide range of things. And I feel as though my podcast has been therapeutic for me because I'm able to speak my mind and how I feel internally and not um, say, uh, not necessarily say something that hurts my feelings, but just be able to get my emotion out and my thoughts out on a platform that can be used to help somebody. Absolutely. So at first I was like, he always bashing females, like, well, not bashing, but you really give great insight on the thoughts and the emotion behind some of our actions. And it's kind of halt, like holding us to a fire a little bit. So you kind of feel a certain way, but then I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's truth. Two of my favorites um, episodes have been Heal Black Men Heal. L I mean, literally, I think I listened twice because so therapeutic and so deep and so needed. And then the most recent one, which was a correlation about your 90s kind of rewatching episodes and the the comparison with the whole family matter situation to the way women treat men these days was just fascinating because you don't really look at things like that anymore no, you know what I mean no, like not at all. from that perspective so I was super intrigued but um before we get into all of that let's start with some gibberish Oh, I see him move your lips, but it sounds like gibberish. I still have one of the shoes, man. I still have one of the shoes, man. Gibberish. So I thought it would be fun for us to talk about something I'm pretty sure you have a perspective on, and that is Safari and Erica Minna's more recent um, dismantling of their marriage publicly. and. Right. I guess I'll preface this with a question of, do you feel like that was a real love from the from the get-go anyway? And what is your take on these celebrities and kind of hashing out their beefs online these days? Everything is publicized. Mm -hmm. Everything is out, out <clears throat> outside of the window. Mm -hmm. You know, when you hang 
you know how your mom would hang stuff outside the window for Christmas? Everybody <laughs> can see it. Right. You you hang stuff in the inside. Only people that can see it is who? Right. You and another person. Right. And so I feel like right now, because of social media and, and the way life is, everything is publicized. Everything is out there. You have to see that we broke up. You have to see that we're no longer together. And this shit sucks because your mama told you whatever happens in my house stays in my house. <laughs> Big facts. Right? <laughs> there you go. Plain and simple. And with these celebrities and social media, they're making it worse for the for regular people. And I'm not saying like they're not regular people, but they make it worse for the people looking at this stuff and thinking it's cool. It's cool to air out each other in this matter. It's cool to do this. It's not. It's actually damaging to do that shit publicly. Right. And they feel like they need to do it because they want to stop people in their tracks before giving wrong information about where they're at in their lives. Um, I shouldn't care. <laughs> shouldn't fucking care like oh i got i have to make sure i tell instagram and in the shade room and baller alert and, and spiritual word and all this other these other entities oh you know we're not no longer together who gives a fuck? that's your right. business <laughs> that's your business what happens in my house stays in my house right and that's the problem right with this with the with the social media and this generation everything has to be public mm-hmm. you do you think that here's this Jay-Z and Beyonce kept their relationship such in a tight wrap for years. For years. When when they had, had interviews, it was like, oh, what's up with Beyonce? <laughs> Come on, man. Are you guys, <laughs> you Jay-Z dating? Huh? Hey, well, you'll never know. You know, right. does it look like it? Like, that's the kind of relationship I want. Mm-hmm. Does it look like it? Well, then take what you think. Right, right. It, it's it's that type of thing. Like I said, for, for, for celebrities to air out their issues and even relationships beeps whatever you have like yo man keep that to yourself right nobody want to nobody wants that toxic type of situation right that's 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 a part of toxicity to me right so i'm divorced and um have dated on and off and to this day family friends like nobody will know my situation because i'm just not that type and people will accuse me of being weird and doing that and being so private i guess when you is it good to be that private is that healthy or does that cause more destruction in the relationship when you have so many you have so many people in the kitchen it's hard to cook Mm, say that (laughs) you know you want to make dinner but i got no susie mary Two kids in here and a dog and grandma right. in here and grandma boyfriend. You better preach, yes. <laughs> and oh. you can't do nothing. You it's can't mess the kitchen. I'm like hungry. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to cook. <laughs> right. No, big simple. So what do you think the, the results of Erica Mena and Safari is gonna be? Because I honestly I'm gonna be real. It was a joke to me. But then I started to look at the the inside store and I'm like, wait, low-key, maybe they really were in love. But of course, everybody's like, this is a Mona Scott production. <laughs> this is big, big, you know, big TV show energy. This ain't a real relationship. And now it's crumbling. Everybody's like, told you so. And I, I feel for people like that because what if they were really in love? You know what I mean? Right. What if they genuinely wanted to make this work and just couldn't because of whatever? Um, I feel like Mona Scott is a, 
total genius <laughs> and a total dick at the same time because you you put these 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 images out there of black men and women that have to fight and and torture and torment their their peers like this is stupid i've i watched love and hip-hop the first season mm -hmm. maybe a couple of seasons after it was stevie and johnson because she couldn't talk but <laughs> i watched it in the beginning when jim jones was on it when it was rugged and real like that's the kind of shit i want to see i don't want to see none of this stage shit right but with the relationship between safari and erica wasn't erica messing with bow wow yes yes and then when she messed with Sid Santana? Yes, that's where it started. That's where it started. Sin and then, yeah, Bow and right. a couple others in between and then Safari. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's staged when you have a baby by somebody. That's mm. not staged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's not staged. Mm -hmm. Now, probably in the beginning of the relationship, they try to put it together for publicity. And I think as time went on, like a lot of these celebrity relationships, they just end up bonding. And I think it would, I think that's what happened. It was just publicized, mm -hmm. you know, and then having a baby, you know, that's real. Yeah. You married or you cried at the altar. That's real. Right. You know, there's not too many men I know that are, can cry on the drop of a dime. No. You find one for me and I want to learn how to do it. Right. Because <laughs> if, if crying drop of the dime don't get you that, I'm gonna right. cry every day. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. You know, but I think I think a lot of these these celebrity relationships, um, I think these a lot of these celebrity relationships going to the public have put a lot of strain on us as the outsiders looking in to have those type of relationships and not real. Right. That's no. not that's too far fetched to catch. Well, all right. Thank you for your perspective on that. Let's get into these gifts. I don't need gifts, no. I am the gift, yeah. I don't need gifts, no, no. I don't need gifts. I so, I, like I said, I was going to share my feedback about your podcast and your, your overall way that you convey your emotions and energy to your audience. So, I love it. I think that it's amazing. And I think there's a rawness about the way that you speak about some of the relationship issues and just overall views of the, the state of women at today's day and age. And it's healthy because it, it, like I said, it calls us to the fire. It makes us really have to rethink our narrative. You know, you posted something the other day. I think it was like a video or something about a lady being upset about a first date. And- um, <laughs> That was just yesterday. I, I actually saw that right before you had posted it because someone else had posted it and I'm like yo like I really think she had a point but then listening to you and listening to the way I'm like no she doesn't no so <laughs> no she, no 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 that's wrong first of all and I, I hate to <laughs> I hate to do this it's wrong you're on a first date with somebody right, right. first of all you're supposed to make sure you're taking care of x y and z before you even go out man say as that. a parent Say as that. a parent, make sure your child is fed. Okay, cool. Shit happens. Can you run me through this McDonald's real quick? Okay, cool. No problem. I'm going to cut into our day because you didn't take care of your responsibility in feeding your child before we go eat this uh, Ruth's Chris steak. All right, cool. No problem. 
Let me let me do this. And then I run through this drive through and then you expect me to pay pay for something, pay for your responsibility. Right. What? Right. So at, now, at first glance, it's like, oh, you know, men have this stereotype of they're supposed to take care of everything, breadwinner, be the leader. And I am the exact opposite when it comes to relationships, which has been my downfall is I'm a go-getter, right? Like I don't need you to do anything. And it's been actually hard for my mates to quote unquote, take care of me because I'm like, I got it. I'm good for that very reason, because that to me made her look weak, you know, in so many instances, but it also was like, no, if this is going to be a king, these are the things that kings do. Which brings me to another question we're going to get into is what makes a king, right? What solidifies a king? And our gift is going to be about that. But I love your perspective on it. And I laugh so hard because I'm like, you reversed my view on the the, the video. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, you know, she was a little upset because he was being a little standoffish and was like, take care of your responsibility. She's like, if you're gonna wholeheartedly court me or like we're a package deal. And I think that was the first thing that came to my mind was her kid, her, they a package deal. It should have been no question. Like, oh, are you about to take her to dinner? So you're gonna pay for her food at dinner, right? So why you didn't take care of the baby's food? But then I'm like, yo, (laughs) that is so wrong. Right. So, the, so, so let me give you, let me give you the perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. So imagine I pick up a girl for a date mm-hmm. and Hey, I forgot to feed my, feed my, uh, I forgot to feed my daughter. I'm using me. Can we go through the McDonald's real quick and let me go grab her or something. Okay, cool. Let's just reverse the, reverse the role. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to court me. I'm going to look at her like my daughter hungry. You, you need to run that. You, you trying to get with me. No, that's not your responsibility. Right. The chicken right. nuggets that I, my daughter eats is not your responsibility. Right. <laughs> that is ultimately my responsibility to feed her. We come as a package deal, yes, but the package deal ain't is still unpacked. It's you still... gotta get you. You gotta get to Amazon. Mm-hmm. You buy an item, right? The yeah. item hasn't been packed yet and shipped. You still right. have to put the item in the box for it to be a package. To come to you. Facts. You got to get to me first before you get to anything else. I love it. Yep. You're right. It's, it's just and, <laughs> No, but but that's what I mean when I say. And then why she, why she didn't cook? <laughs> Shut up. Why she didn't cook? It's better to cook. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, but that's the gift. That's the beautiful part of having, you know, a male's perspective on things because it will make you be like, hmm. That is different. You know, I shouldn't have felt like that immediately. So this week's gift is loving a Black queen because I feel like oftentimes we do do such a good job at highlighting the bad of of Black men and how they love, who they love, the way that they love. And um, we we don't really dive deep into learning how to love you know, a king and the the gift that it is of having a king to love. So going back to that first question I said I was going to ask, which is what makes a king? What in your opinion makes a king? What makes a king, first of all, for me is a man that is taking responsibility for not only himself, 
but the family that he's created or going to create being able to be uh not be selfish give himself wholeheartedly uh a, a, a man that grinds and and tries to do the best he can to feed his family a man that don't work don't eat mm-hmm. and a brother like me be hungry right. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh taking account of a, 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 a king is a man who takes accountability for his actions and they can stand on him and and, and make corrections mm-hmm. and willing to make corrections for the betterment of not only himself his child and his mate right that's 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 there unconditionally emotionally spiritually financially in any way possible he can be there mm-hmm. you know somebody that stands on his principles somebody stands on his word um willing willing to literally lay down his life right. for the love the loves of his life whether it be his family his child his wife whatever it is like that's a king to me yeah yeah that's 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 a king that's good. That's good. So why do you think it's so challenging for Black men to date or, or be dated rather or foster healthy relationships in our day and age? Um, that's kind of loaded. So <laughs> I'm going to give, 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 I'm going to give it two ways. Okay. <laughs> One, I don't think that women today, um, whether the age range or whatever, they don't get to, they don't want to get to know a man deeper, mm-hmm. right? They want to know the surface things of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your, what are your goals? What do you like to do? What do you eat? Da 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 da. Right. Have you been to therapy? What what traumas are you dealing with? Because mm-hmm. I know on my party with people, I'm transparent. Like, oh, I know I've dealt with some trauma. Man, man. You know, I've caused trauma. So that's a question I'm going to now ask. Like, have you dealt with childhood adult trauma? Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen therapy for or even going self-help, whatever it is that you tried to do with your healing, have you done that? Right. Were you raised in love or you raised in struggle? Mm. Like those are the questions that we need to ask. You know, what happened in your life? What happened to you in the last 10 years? What's going on with you in the last 10 years? When's too soon to ask that though? Because it's never I, too soon to ask. See, I love that because I have been face to face with people that I've been very intrigued by and will come out and be like, how's your relationship with your dad, with your mom? And of course that seems kind of surface level, but then I'm like, so have you dived deep into some of your childhood traumas? Have you fixed them? And they're like, whoa, this is like our third time meeting. That's too much. And I right. come off really aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it, it, it sounds like it sounds aggressive when it comes from somebody that's strong. Mm. Let me give you let me give you a quick example, right? I don't necessarily have childhood traumas. I have more adult traumas, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, my dad passing away—that's one thing. You know, my daughter being diagnosed with cancer—that's another thing. A failed relationship. You know, my best friend passing away. To coming back to try to rebuild a relationship to it failing again to coming back to their relationship and it failing again mm-hmm. so those things happened to me but inside of those things it was little little shit that happened. Mm-hmm. i had to face but the biggest thing for me to face was my own my own fuck up, own misfortune my own i did a lot of things to myself self-inflicting wounds Mm, self-inflicting wounds i like that so i have to i have to look at myself like yo you caused this stuff right you have to go to these people 
women, men, whatever, and make it right. Right. And not to say these relationships will ever be the same, but you have to say, you know what? I was wrong and take accountability for it. I apologize for the way I did you and I hurt you. Mm-hmm. I am super transparent when it comes to that. And I've also spoke on that, you know, my infidelities caused me to, to ultimately the demise of my family. Right, right. That was the demise of it. And then when I came back, it was like, okay, you still don't get it. Not to say I was doing anything wrong, but I wasn't doing enough for that, from that person's standpoint. But for me, I'm trying, I'm trying everything. It just wasn't, wasn't working. Do I want that? Hell yeah, I do. Right. But I have to face some of what? Those traumas again. And that's one thing that we have to do as men. We don't do that. Don't. We don't face the trauma. We don't face that. We think, oh, we good. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. You know, I'm going to smoke this blunt. Up. No. Let me get on one of these hotlines. Do this uh, Zoom call with this therapist and cry it out right out absolutely so okay with that being said do you feel like women make it hard for you all to do that yes i think <laughs> women make it make it hard and not all women a lot of women make it hard because we are taught to you don't cry mm. i was watching uh i don't know if you've seen uh i am athlete mm-hmm. with a chat okay so there there was a uh there was a pot that was dropped Brandon Marshall was talking about his twins, one boy, one girl. Mm-hmm. And then both of them fall. Automatically, you gravitate to what? The girl. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to coddle the girl. You have to show more feeling and affection to the girl. And I'm a girl dad. So I get it. The son is like, get up. Dust <laughs> yourself up. Keep going. <laughs> we're, not, we're not told to show or taught to show emotion. I was. Mm. I was taught to show emotion. My dad showed emotion. Whether it had been with tears, with his word, he showed emotion. And so now that where I am at 35, I had to learn how to show emotion again because I was so buried in them. I was so numb about things. But once I got in tune with who I was and who I am, I, I cried, I just cried the other day about something. Mm-hmm. because I had to get it out. I'm not going to play that macho, you know, type of situation. No. Right. Man, I'll cry. I seen a meme cry. where it, it's like a, a two-part two part meme, and the top version is a mom yelling at her son. He fell down, and she's like, you know, men don't cry, right? And then the second part of the meme underneath it is the same boy as an adult in a relationship and she's like, why can't you explain to me your emotions? Like, you you never cry, you never show anything. And it's showing the, co- the, the correlation between the birth all the way up until they're released. You guys are taught and trained, like, be strong, don't say anything, hold them in. And then as women, we grow and we're like, show us something, be right. And it's like, y'all don't know how. So right, right, absolutely. We we don't. We don't, and that's and that's one of the that's one of the shocking things and one of the the, the the sucky things about us. We 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 don't learn how to do it because we're so programmed not to. Right. And that's one thing. And two, a lot of women take a man's emotion and vulnerability and play play it against them. Big time. 
you know, I've I've dealt with that as a reason. Like you you took my my emotion, my love, my everything, and you know, you turned it against me. Now, now I feel silly for telling you this. I feel silly for opening up like this because now this has happened. What makes the thin line between uh a very well put together man that's not quote unquote weak and then a soft man, right? Because I think what you're getting at is women don't want soft because they need the, uh, they need the aggression. They need the man that they know was going, you know, tear it up if it needs to be, you know, but mm-hmm. when they see the signs of weakness, they like, oh, you're not going to be able to protect me because you're so fragile and so, so sensitive and I'm, I believe that when we embrace a man's sensitivity and their fragileness, that builds them up even stronger to where when it comes time to being the protector or the helpmate, they can do that more effectively. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times you're right. We will use that. And at the drop of a dime, you know, want to call y'all out y'all names and say, me, I was in a marriage for seven years and I did it all the time when I felt like you were being too you know not manning up quote unquote I'd call you a bitch you know what I'm saying like just Mm -hmm. on GP because it is what it is and I know that's an attack so what are very much so very much so (laughs) what do you think the the reason behind that is and what's the thin line between super soft and super cool well put together of where I am, uh, I've, been, I've been called a bitch numerous occasions, and I'm like, I rather, I rather you call me a nigga. Mm-hmm. Can take that more from you, and the way we use the word is different. We mm-hmm. can use the word of of of, of, of endearment. Mm-hmm. We can use the word as a disrespect. Okay, so <laughs> super aggressive, Joe Jackson, <laughs> right? That's super aggressive, right? That is, yeah. Okay. Super soft would be is Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally. So I need that right in the middle. Right. I think that right in the middle. And not because I'm a fan and I'm, you know, I think I think Jay-Z is the perfect balance of when you see somebody super hard, mm-hmm. but then super soft. You, you right. gotta have that that balance because you you've seen him at his best right yeah the the height the disrespect the all of that and then you see the what you see the decline Mm -hmm. of him lyrically and i use lyrics because that's the best way we can put things sometimes Mm -hmm. and you see him in father mode you know a man that can't take care of family can't be rich Mm -hmm. i use that now for my life that's the softer side so you get the beauty, for me, you get the balance. When I, when I think about Jay-Z, I think about ultimate father and balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the times we, as women are looking for a, the, the lion, right? The lion to be the, the strongest roar and we want to just follow suit. And we feel like when we know you're going to go out there and get eaten alive, what's the point, you know, and makes us become more defensive to how you guys love us and how we love you all. Because I know for me in my marriage and just in relationships I had been in previously, when I started to see that you couldn't take care of things, 
it made me feel like like this is going to be what my life is going to be like and you're weak to me at this point instead of a lot of women think that way instead of and now being therapy and understanding and truly understanding why that person wasn't able to live up to certain expectations I think we don't want to do the work a lot of the times to find out that like you said the traumas the triggers because it's like I shouldn't have to do that you know and I'm like no it's needed <laughs> it's important for you to ask those questions because I promise you if I had known a lot of the backstory in the beginning it would have made more sense to me you can't make assumptions and judge somebody based off of their upbringing but it would have helped me connect a lot of the dots and a lot of the decisions I made would have been a lot less strong and wrong <laughs> you know right right right, so, right um what do you think the benefits of loving a black king is oh sure for me the benefits of loving me oh you're gonna get this good food every night girl. Yes. Hell, I like to cook <laughs> Yeah, but the but the but the benefits of a for for a black king and then the benefits for me as a man is you get the emotional connection with me, mm-hmm. the affection that you need, the touch that you need, the mental stimulation that you need. Now, I'm, I may not be all there politically and science and all this other stuff, but I'm willing to be. I'm willing to connect with you at a different level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of us, a lot of us are not willing to do those things, but I'm willing to do them. That's what you get from me. You right. get understanding, you get loyalty, you get, hey, baby, uh, uh, damn, I started my cycle. All right, I know you need that honey pot. Let me go grab that. You know what I'm saying? Let me go grab them. And I know you use the feminine. Let me go get, oh, you didn't even got to tell me that because I already know. Right. right. See, and with us, we have to be in tune with our women to know when something's wrong, something's right, something's off. That's the mistakes that we make as men, not being in tune enough and not being in tune emotionally. Because women, you guys thrive off emotion. You'll get from me is that understanding that loyalty, that love, that compassion, that baby, it's okay, we'll figure it out together. You get teamwork from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the teamwork make the dream work. Like I said, you know, Jay-Z said it, no one wins with a family feuds. Right. I'm trying to get guys with no stripes to be official. Mm-hmm. We got to think about those things. I, um, I, you know, we've had similar upbringings as far as two parent households. And mm-hmm. um, there's a different dynamic between seeing that and, you know, yearning to have that as an adult. Our generation, right? Because we're about the same, we're the same age. Our generation, um, do you think that's non-existent anymore? I'm talking grandma grandpa love long lasting like it's far-fetched I think the longest relationship that are within our age range they are usually about what five six years and then it's a six wrap. years max it's a wrap yeah a wrap um yeah those those long lasting relationships don't work because nobody fights for anything anymore mm-hmm. right so here's this right here's a, there's a little transparency I was in a relationship with someone and I was young and she was older and I didn't get it because it was just a mission to, you know, to get her, get her panties. And I do. Mm-hmm. But then after a while I started to have feelings, but I was still doing whole shit. Mm-hmm. And so that lasted a little while. And then, you know, my daughter comes and I'm still trying to figure things out mm-hmm. now going now at 33, going to 34, I get it. I want my family. 
-hmm. I want this because this is what I know. I know mother and father being home, figuring it out, ins and outs, wrongs and rights. We're going to fight, but we love. We're going to fight for this. And nobody, you know how you fight and you tear up and you cry because you're fighting? Them, that don't work no more. That, that, that doesn't exist. It's like, you don't do it. We ain't doing it. Bye. And that's why we have so many of these single single parent relationships and we have so many single women and single men because we don't see you know what damn i gotta fight a little harder i gotta do this a little better and allow people to change and allow people to do the right things mm -hmm. so sometimes we we may have a blow up and may not talk to each other for a couple of days let's sit down let's apologize let's figure it out because we know at the end of the day i love you and you love me and i want to spend a lifetime of making it right Mm -hmm. I told my, I told my, I told my daughter's mom, which I have nothing but the utmost respect for her and love for her unconditionally. I told her one day, I said, I don't ever want to leave this life without making it right by you. I've, I've said, I've said a number of things and I was, I was willing to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight because that's what I knew. Mm -hmm. We, we, we have to give, and you see it a lot more black marriages now and people sticking together. You see a lot more, still see a lot more of. If he can't buy me a Birkin, he can't get it. That person's ugly anyway. So, you know what I mean? But does that financial, does that financial gain help us our love and help us in our relationship? Forget that Birkin. Let's take this love language test. Mm -hmm. Let's see what makes you tick. And I, I have to take mine again. But right. let's see what makes you tick. Let me know what your love language is so I can do better as a mate. Right. We don't so, do that. So, so with the unlearning that you've had to do and the kind of fixing has that made your dating life better or has it made it at be become a standstill what has that done when you've kind of stepped into this thought process and you're like I get it now do you become more of the op or are you more of the the attractive target for a lot of women I've become I've, I've become 50 50 mm. that makes any sense okay because of what I say Mm -hmm. pod wise gram right wherever i'm speaking of it i get that oh he hates women and right. no he's a woman basher no right. i'm not you know hey here's an example kevin they, th they think kevin samuels is the is the worst dude to get on the internet besides takashi <laughs> right but they're not seeing although this man is speaking his truth and the way he's speaking it it may sound rude Y'all worried about him sounding rude. Y'all not taking the message inside of what he's saying. Not no, not at all. He even told a woman, he said, no, you plumb crazy. You need therapy. You got some trauma. Mm -hmm. Because he said she was crazy. They took all he talking up. No, he said she's crazy. Go get some help because you're not worthy of a relationship right now. Not right now. Not right now. And and the problem is we as black men haven't been able to, young black men, haven't been able to use that voice to say, ladies, this is what you guys do and stop doing it because this is the result of it. Right. Now let's go reverse it. If somebody, if it was a woman doing that, what Kevin Samuels was doing and what I'm doing, sis got it. Sis right. talking that talk, auntie <laughs> talking that talk. Oh, I'm gonna go buy her a book. Right. But it's, but it's a man doing, it and it's like, oh, he's hateful. He's this, he's that. No, he's right. just trying to get you. He's like the modern day hitch. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
These are modern day hits. She's trying to get you out your own way to see what your problem is. Step out of yourself and look at yourself. Damn, I'm doing X, Y, and Z wrong. Right. And he's talking. To, he's talking from the the low income man to the mid income man to the high earning man. Right. Men. Period. Like, stop doing these things and try to do this. Right. right. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> so. I tell you, when I've unlearned and got back into the dating world, it has been like, I think I've become a magnet for just not the good mix of the male that I need, right? And then I'm like, you look at that and you get a little nervous because you think it's a it's a facade. It's a, you know, it's an act. And I end up pushing people away. So it the unlearning has not been as beneficial as I wanted it to be. But I think that's because it's still some work that I'm doing on my end. because then I'll be more connected and understand a lot of what I'm getting um and when you've been in a situation that I've been in for so long and previously a relationship I had before that you just tend to always be ready to fight you know what I'm saying you always on the defense and some people don't have it in them and you're like why as a male you should some males are just like you know what oh you can have that I'm good and I'm like right right Something's right. wrong with you. <laughs> right. Sometimes you like, yo, we can get with the shit. Right. But and that's and that's learning how to pick and choose your battle. Right. You know, right. as we grow up, I gotta I have to do a better job of picking and choosing my battle. Yeah. Because there was one time I would just let it happen. Oh, whatever, whatever. Now it's like, no, I'm gonna stand up though. You're not gonna do this. So we can go toe-to-toe right now. Right. Some things I don't need to go toe-to-toe about. Mm-hmm. So somebody told me that you don't have to say everything you don't have to speak after everything no i do because i i've never been heard mm-hmm. i felt as though i've never been heard in these situations i've been in but you know let me take that approach let me just shut the hell up and see what happens <laughs> let's see what happens <laughs> made it worse right right you shut up made it worse okay i hear you you don't have anything to say no because i know me and i gotta internalize things dissect it take pieces out of it and then come back right right i can't just no, 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 because if i talk i'm going to get high 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 <laughs> and, and then it's it's over with it's over with as a as a dad to a beautiful beautiful baby girl what is your hopes and dreams for her when it comes to her love life my vision my ultimate vision is for her to continue to stay healthy that's ultimate one number one one thousand percent um my my vision for her, uh, <laughs> my vision for her romance life, never to have one. <laughs> oh, daddy, can I date? No, I'm 27 years old. So what? Am I, uh, before, I, <laughs> before I dive into it, I tell my best friend, God rest his soul. I was like, um, I think my daughter was turning three or three or four, two or three, one or two. And I said, you know, Mikey, I said, I've come to the realization already. And some little piss at is going to hit my daughter. I have to be okay with that. Right. He said, JP, and it's going to happen. Look what you did. I said, you're right. I said, it's only going to happen to what you did until you, until you reverse who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, God blesses us, you know, those, those players and, and what have you, they bless us with girls first. Of course. Of and course. so I, I have to recognize my ways. But what I want for her is to see the example of dad and see the example of mom, because you know her mother is is amazing, and I couldn't have had another one 
as quite as genuine and um, unique as, as her mom. And I give her all the respect and love. Um, just to see the, the, the foundation we laid for you as love, um, accomplishments for its business, all of these things, I want you to take those things and look at the man that you're going to deal with and see if he has a few of those attributes. Mm -hmm. Daddy does this. My dad would get up and do everything he possibly could for me when it was, you know, rubber hits the road. He, he tried. He may have come up short, but I give him effort. Mm -hmm. It ain't always show and prove and you got to come up with something. Damn, baby, <laughs> I, thank you for even trying. Right. You know, thank you for even trying, you know, and seeing her mom, her mom is, like I said, a loving, genuine, unique woman who's an educator, who is an, a, an amazing force. See the strength in her and not to deal with bullshit that I put her through mm -hmm. when I was younger. See dad as someone that tried and fought for the relationship and for us to be a family. See the fight in us. See right. the love. See the organic things in people. You know, and, and, and it may work out. I don't want you to be out here like no Lori Harvey and then like yeah. that. You know, woman empowerment and woman freedom is amazing. Mm -hmm. You you had to display your freedom as a woman to do what you want. That's one thing I like about um, our, our our sisters, our black women, is because you you guys are now living out loud. You know, whether it be whatever your sexual orient sexual preference is, you're living out loud with it, and I like it. The one thing I don't like is you living out loud and making it okay to disrespect men. Women have carried the torch for so long now. Carried the torch, business, music, wherever. You guys are here. Mm -hmm. right and we're like eh, we're inching to the middle and so as you guys not not everyone i won't say you guys because i don't want to i don't want your listeners nor anybody else to think that i'm just ranting and talking about women but you guys are such on a high pedestal you guys are looking down now Oof. now that was good right? yes you, you guys are looking down and oh i don't need it i don't need him for shit i got my own this i got my own that I own my house, so I got this apartment, whatever it is, high rise, I can drive this Tesla. Finances is, you need me for financial things. Mm. A man is needed for more than, in more than one way. That man is there to help in the home with discipline, mm. help with stability, protection, understanding, love, and compassion. Because you can't help with some money, six, five, eight thousand dollars He's not adequate enough, or he's not able to be the man and leader of a relationship and a family. Who said that? That's one thing I don't like. Don't stop, stop, don't. Don't start looking down on us because as easy as you got there, you can easily be knocked off. Man, we have to be humble while we're chasing True. and getting up to those levels. What advice do you have for future kings in regards to how to stand in your truth enough to allow a queen to love you properly? Conversation. Hmm. Communication is the best. Learn how to talk to somebody and not talk at someone. Be able to have one of those moments where have a check-in. And this is what I wanted to do in my previous situation. I wanted to start doing like a three-month check. Sit down where we are, where we are at home or, you know, can't get outside during the pandemic. Let's just take a ride, talk. Let's check in with each other. You know, because when you check in, you get to understand where somebody is and what's going on with them internally, not only, you know, work-wise or, you know, mentally, just period. Mm -hmm. just, you know, not just a lot because of it's- hear that and think unicorn. <laughs> But you know what? You know what? You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I hate that term unicorn for two reasons. <laughs> One reason is, you know, it, those guys do exist. They do. 
They do. They do exist. They're like, you know, unicorns, you'll never find one. No, they exist. Mm-hmm. You got to pull it out. <laughs> Just communication, wanting to be together, wanting to be a unit. Right. And that, I think that's mostly what I've always wanted, even in any situation. I want to be a unit. But the unit comes from, from, from being able to communicate. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode. But before um, I get you out of here, we uh, I like to end my show with uh, a beloved letter. So is there a love letter that you'd like to offer highlighting uh, someone special? My daughter, my daughter and her mom. Um, I, I, those two are the center of my world. And although her and I, you know, we're not together or anything like that, but as human beings and as parents, I think we are the best. She's an absolute phenomenal woman. She is loving, giving, understanding. Um, totally committed to not only you know her children but her 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 field of education that she works in um just an all around a great great woman and I give her nothing but respect and her flowers while she's here and I'll deliver her flowers to her house <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and, and to my daughter who is a who is a fighter who is the love of my life um I've seen the good bad and the ugly so far at this young age and it's nothing but up from here and I and I will continue to give you give her her flowers, not only through my words, my actions, through business, yeah. and also just my emotion and my love. Yeah, that's so sweet. She's awesome, by the way. Just yeah, she's amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, socials and the podcast name and all that good stuff. I am Jay Kinsey, J-A-Y-K-I-N-S-E-Y, Instagram, Twitter. Um, the Out of Bounds podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, link in the bio. Noe Catherine collection, uh, my daughter's brand. Uh, yeah, we're here to stay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Am I worthy of this gift? Am I worthy of this gift? Am I strong enough to live? Am I strong enough to live? To a place that I can see. To a place that I can see. Someone more important than me. Someone more important. Oh, it's